So from my heart, this program is coming to you that this is something that is very near and dear to me because I know how much more fulfilling life can be when we treat ourselves with compassion, when we learn how to set healthy boundaries, and when we learn how to take care of ourselves, when we make care of us a priority, so much can shift. Welcome to the Woman Warriors podcast. You worry, I worry, we all do. If you're paying attention to the world today, there's a lot for women to feel worried and anxious about. As we explore the worries with curiosity and compassion, we learn to live more authentically and unleash the warrior within, someone who is strong, capable, and resilient, come what may. It's time to stop battling against yourself and start using your powers to meet everyday challenges with energy, purpose, and bravery. Now here's your host, Elizabeth Cush. Today's episode is brought to you by three invitations to come home to you. If you'd like to learn how to feel more at home in yourself, you can sign up for your free invitations at elizabethcushcoaching.com. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cush, and I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor as well as a life coach for midlife women. But what I haven't told you is that I also struggle not only with anxiety and worry, I struggle with imposter syndrome often. And I know this is something that we as human struggle with and that oftentimes it's showing up when we really are pushing past comfort zones, boundaries, stepping into something new. And I'm going to share a little bit about that in a minute, my journey with imposter syndrome and how it's impacting my new business, the coaching business. But before we get into that, I just wanted to say thank you to some of the people who help make this podcast what it is. First and foremost, my sister-in-law, Kathy Cush, who listens to every episode and creates the amazing show notes and quotes and resources lists for the podcast. I think I probably wouldn't be, there wouldn't be show notes if it was left up to me because it just feels like an overwhelming task that just makes it that much harder. And she is so great at it. So I want to say thank you to her. I also want to say thank you to Laura Disler, who makes the podcast sound so amazing. I don't know if you've noticed that we've shifted to providing a little clip of the episode, the conversation first, and then leads into our intro, our ads, if there are any, and then closing out with music and the outro. And Laura does an amazing job. And I want to say thank you to her. And thank you to my son, Andy, and his partner, Gabby, for creating a beautiful introduction, the music, the audio, all of it, the beginning and end are thanks to them. So a big, big, big thank you and appreciation and much gratitude for the work that all those people put into each and every episode. And it just seems important to say thanks. I also want to thank you listeners for tuning in week after week. Our numbers have grown each month. The 
Download numbers have picked up and we are approaching almost 4,000 downloads a month, which blows my mind. And we are just about to release episode 155. So it's been a journey, three years. It's been a journey. And I just so appreciate all of you who tune in every week and support me in this podcasting journey. So on to the topic of imposter syndrome. So as I launched this coaching business, I put a lot of work into writing the copy for the website, working with my website developer, Renee Scuba, who did such an amazing job. My website for coaching is so beautiful. If you haven't seen it, you can go to elizabethcushcoaching.com. It's lovely. I just look at it and my heart sings. But the website's just part of this, right? Like the website puts me out there, but nobody's going to find it unless I market it. And so once it launched, I realized I was very, very, very resistant to put myself out here to market my coaching business for midlife women. There was a part of me that was saying, who are you to put yourself out there as an expert on midlife women? Who are you to say that you're a coach, a life coach? Who are you to ask anybody to want to work with you? And as I say that out loud, I realize that I've been working with women and men for years. And part of what you do as a therapist is coach because there are circumstances where clients are really looking to hear your advice or your suggestions on how to move forward with whether it's relationships or circumstances. And so coaching is a part of what I do every day. And it's something that I love. It's something that I love to partner with my clients. I love to have them bring forth their strengths into the world that are present within them, but that they've lost. And my hope is that in coaching midlife women, I can support women who've lost themselves along the way of mothering or their job or being a wife and finding themselves at this time wanting to live in a different way, wanting to make themselves the focus of their journey over this next bit of time and not really sure how to do that or feel uncomfortable with putting themselves in the front seat as a priority at the top of their lists. And I know how important and healing and wonderful that can be. And so I would love to be able to guide women, midlife women in that process. Because for a long time, I put everybody else's needs first. I, being a mom, it's kind of what you do for many women. My kids' needs came first. My partner, my husband's needs came first. I felt guilty or ashamed to prioritize my needs, but I also had a very strong part of me that felt like it was safer to just be quiet, to just stay still, to 
not share what I wanted or needed. And there were times when I didn't know what I wanted or needed. I can remember having conversations with my husband and him getting frustrated with me because he didn't want to be the one to decide if, say, for instance, we were getting takeout food for dinner. He wanted someone else to make that decision. He was tired of making decisions all day and wanted some input from me. And I struggled to speak up for what it was I wanted, even though probably in my heart of hearts, I knew I wanted pizza or Chinese or whatever it was. I had a very hard time verbalizing that, putting it out into the world. And maybe that's not your journey. Maybe that's not your story. Maybe there are other things you struggle with, like setting boundaries or being compassionate with yourself, giving you the love and care that you so easily give to others. Or maybe it's just putting yourself at the top of your list and making your needs a priority. If you struggle with any of those things, I would love to have the opportunity to talk to you and work with you. But before we talk about that, I just want to explain a little bit about how coaching and therapy are different because there are similarities. There are times with my therapy clients that I am coaching them. Therapy, you're coming to work with a therapist because you're struggling with your mental health, that there is a barrier to you living your fullest life, but also your life in a truly functional way. And so we're working on those mental health struggles as they show up. Sometimes it can be years. It can take a long time. I know for me, my therapy has, it's, it's been years and it, it takes time to work through those, either the trauma or the deeply held wounds or because we didn't get our needs met, working through all the feelings of self-judgment or unworthiness that can show up around that. But with coaching, the work focuses on the goals you've chosen and we're harnessing your inner strengths. So I'm not in charge, you are. You are focusing, and that is true for therapy clients too, but this this is you saying, I wanna go from this step of maybe already having been through the therapy journey to this next step, harnessing your strengths to move forward. So we're assuming that many of those old wounds and struggles have been worked on and healed. And we're working to bring you to that next level of authentic living. So with that sense of imposter syndrome that showed up when once the website work was done and it was like, okay, now it's time to market myself, to put myself out there, that women weren't just going to find me because I created a website. I realized how hard the marketing part of my business, both the therapy business and this coaching business and the podcast, that marketing is hard. It pokes all kinds of parts of me of like, who am I to show up and, and share my work, share my businesses? 
but I know that no one's going to find me just by sitting here and waiting for that to happen. That marketing promotion is all a part of this journey. And for me to be able to share here on the podcast, on Instagram, and however else I decide to market this, it has to come from me, from my heart. That being salesy or really loud or pushy feels incredibly uncomfortable, and yet the promotion needs to happen. So from my heart, this program is coming to you that this is something that is very near and dear to me because I know how much more fulfilling life can be when we treat ourselves with compassion, when we learn how to set healthy boundaries, and when we learn how to take care of ourselves, when we make care of us a priority, so much can shift. I also know that it's really hard for women to spend money on their well-being. Sure, we'll spend money on a manicure, getting our hair colored or Botox, but to do the inner work, to work on self, to work on us, it's really, really hard to feel like that even should be a priority that it should be something we spend money on, that this is something we can invest in, I know that's a struggle. But I also know how much can come out of investing in you. And the work that we would do together is an investment. It's an investment in you and your life going forward. The programs are six months long. The work with me might be intense because stuff is going to show up around the stickiness, the hard parts, the the places that we have a hard time moving from because old patterns die hard. But it's such valuable work. So some of the areas that our work will focus on are self-compassion because we are so willing to be hard on ourselves, unforgiving when we make mistakes. And that harsh inner critical part can show up in a way that makes us feel bad about us. And so when we learn to treat ourselves like we do others, when we learn to give ourselves the grace that we're so willing to offer others for mistakes, It can be life-changing because embodying self-compassion can change your relationship with the most important person in your life, and that's you. Another area of focus for the coaching business is that we would work toward you putting you on the top of your to-do list, that taking care of you should be, can be, one of the most important things that you do for yourself and for the other people in your life. We work so hard to take care of everyone else's needs that often our needs just fall off the list altogether. 
But when we're not taking care of ourselves, we're not being our best selves. We're not offering that best part of us to the world and to our relationships. Because by the end of the day, we're so exhausted, we don't even have the mental or physical energy to figure out what it is we need or want to take care of ourselves. This isn't about spa days or manicures or pedicures, although, you know, those are pretty amazing things to do for yourself. This work is hard. It goes deeper. It's simpler. It's transformative. But it's not always easy. And lastly, boundaries. Boundaries are tough because when we work hard to really understand what we need or what we want, sometimes we're saying no. Sometimes we're setting limits. And if we've been the kind of person who often said yes, or went along, which was kind of my go-to, is just to quietly go along without objecting or expressing different opinions. When we begin to do that, it can disrupt some of the relationships in our lives because people aren't used to it. But it can also create a foundation where we are honoring what's best for us. And that doesn't mean we're being selfish. It doesn't mean we're not caring about other people's needs. It just means we're very aware of how much energy we have, where that energy goes, and how we can honor taking care of us in a way that is healthy and good for us. Because when we're constantly catering to other people's needs or putting aside what we're doing because someone else has asked us to step in, we end up feeling resentful, hurt, underappreciated, or worried that we're being taken advantage of, our generosity. And as you begin setting healthy boundaries, you'll feel more empowered in your relationships. You'll have a clearer sense of who you are and what you need and you'll feel more at home in yourself. And that's what all of this work is all about. It's about coming home to you, about coming home to the parts of you that maybe have been left behind, those parts that know what you need, that want more solid boundaries around taking care of yourself, that want you to recognize that your needs matter. And when we come home to us, come home to ourselves, we live more authentically, we feel more at ease in our lives, and our relationships blossom and grow in ways that maybe we weren't even aware they could. So if some of this sounds good to you, if this is work you would like to embark upon, if you know someone who this might resonate with, I'll ask you to share it because I want all women to feel at ease, to feel at home, to feel authentic in their own lives. Because this is a gift that we all deserve. 
So although the imposter syndrome is still there about, and it will continue to show up as I market this, as I promote this new business, I know in my heart that this is work that I am drawn to do, that I'm qualified to do, and that I'm excited to share and walk with you on a journey back home to yourself. Is there someone in your life that might benefit from this work? If so, please feel free to share this episode or my website, elizabethcushcoaching.com. If this sparks an interest with you and you would like to make that journey back home to yourself, reach out to me through the podcast, through my newsletter, through the website, elizabethcushcoaching.com. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope you take some time to take care of you and put you at the top of your list. Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. This week's episode is brought to you by three invitations to come home to you. We all have different parts or voices we hear that can influence how we act, how we feel, and how we engage with the world. When we can get curious and learn more about all of our parts with compassion, we begin to feel more at home in ourselves. I'd like to invite you to explore some of your parts with the three invitations to come home to you. When you sign up, you'll gain access to the prompts that will be your guide to help you get to know you and your parts a little bit better. To get access to your prompts and find out more about working one-on-one with me, go to elizabethcushcoaching.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Woman Warriors Podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guest profiles at womanwarriors.com.